Do you swear to ramble the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? I do. And do you take this rambler to be your awfully worded rambler to have and to hold? I'm sorry, did you, did you mean awfully or lawfully? You heard what I said. Welcome to Holy Ramblings. Podcast about the important and often humorous reality of living a Jesus-focused supernatural life. Welcome back. Welcome back. Wow. That felt weird. That was so quick. Do you want to try that again? so wrong. Welcome Welcome back. back. There it is. I'm John T. And I'm Thomas. And this week we're looking at testimony. Yeah, to wrap out our wrap up. Wrap out. (laughs) Wrap in. (laughs) I'm glad you did that. I cannot. Um, But to finish up our identity series, we figured we'd take a look at the thing that really made us us the most. That moment in our lives that, that really defined us more than anything else. When I found that packet of unopened Doritos on the sidewalk. Oh, so good. It was a very defining moment. <laughs> this is who I am. <laughs> but more importantly, uh, even than an unopened pack of crisps, uh, is, <laughs> is the moment that we go from being lost to the moment of being found. And here in our lives yeah. uh, at Christchurch Fulham, yeah, we yeah. have this event coming up called Eelbrook Weekend. Eelbrook Common is a, a plot of green really close to our church, and we are having this weekend festival that has worship and like bouncy castles and gospel messages and prayer and food trucks. And there's a lot of ends in that sentence. It's grammatically incorrect. Yeah. But it's so yeah. much fun. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And leading up to that, kind of ending the identity series and leading up to that, we're like, man, why don't we share the things that made us us being the things, the, the moment that we we said, Jesus, yeah, I want you in my life. Yeah, I think testimony is such an incredible way to share what who we are and why we are and <laughs> why, yeah. why am I? This feels like a very deep question. <laughs> well, but it is. It is a very deep question. But and I don't, I don't think anything sums it up more than those yeah. moments and actually to be able to share that with people whether you're listening and you've been you met us at Ilbrook or whether you're listening and you've met us previously or you've never met us actually to be able to share but those times like listen to him, listening to our lovely tones hello um yeah being able to share our own testimonies is, is and our own stories is, is really important because for us as believers uh, in Jesus Christ and and you if you're a believer um this is the most important decision you've ever made in your life. Yeah. Um, more important than boxers or briefs, more important than Coke and Pepsi, more important than even who your spouse is going to be, is the question when confronted with the reality of Jesus, do you say, yeah, I'm all in? Mm. Or, or do you go, you know, I think I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a big moment. So... I'm actually thinking for both of us, our, our stories probably start at a reasonably young age, knowing our, yes. our histories. Um, should we rock, paper, scissors for us to go first? Yeah. Rocks, rock, paper, scissors. scissors. Oh, wait. Oh. I, sh- I shoot. Rocks, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, okay. All right, we, we do different. Rocks, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh. Best two out of three? You're on, buddy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. <laughs> John, he looks so pleased with himself. So for me, I mean, everyone has a different story and everyone has a different life. For me, I grew up in a home that that I would define as a, a Christian home. Uh, at least I would have easily defined that growing up as that way. We went to church. Uh, I 
my earliest remember my earliest remembers <laughs> remembrances my earliest memories um uh were of being places like sunday school mm. or by Bi- like vacation bible school which is what americans call holiday clubs um or or just in church really bored and wanting to color um so like i, I always remember being present at church but for me the reality of jesus was was always a an informational one um so as far as like do you know Jesus? I'm like, well, I can tell you all his stats. I can tell you, you know, like from, from kids church, I've learned like it's top miracles and, you know, coming in at five foot seven weighing, at, you know, like I could tell you his facts. Five foot seven. I did not know that. Well, I just always like to think that I was maybe taller than, than Jesus. <laughs> can I be taller than you? <laughs> uh, if you need it. <laughs> but, but I had all this information. Like I could recite Bible stories, I had Bible memorization, mm-hmm. all the things you kind of learn growing growing up in a, a somewhat conservative church environment. Um, I mean, I remember as a kid, I wasn't allowed to watch the Smurfs because there was magic. Quite right. Uh, and even DuckTales episodes. Uh, I grew up watching DuckTales, but I wasn't allowed to watch the magic ones, those episodes where there was a magic person. And Very all either. those episodes were always off limits. There you go. But like growing up in a, a church environment though didn't translate to being being a christian myself so as i grew up uh, i i you know was living my own life and i was a teenager and i was living my own life and actually the only thing that really got me to youth group as a teenager was the fact that they were cute girls um so i was like cool i will go weekly that's (laughs) (laughs) That's a wise choice yeah i i will be there um but also um growing up as a teenager in a church uh you also make some great friends Hmm. and so i remember making these friends going mostly still for the the girls and then there was this this opportunity for a camp trip okay now i wasn't what i would consider a bad kid uh but i definitely wasn't a good kid i like to sit myself uh either i was the worst kid on the good kid scale (laughs) or the best kid on the bad kid scale yeah okay you know i get that so like I was I was living a very kind of worldly life. Um, I had my experiences with drugs and alcohol at a young age, but I wasn't, you know, so far gone that like, whoa, he's way out there. But also, like, I could play in both worlds reasonably yeah. well. And this was this was me at, at like age fifteen that I was I was hanging out with what I would they were they were good kids, but they were the wrong crowd, as it were. And um, so I'd have my non-Christian friends during the week and then my Christian friends for like youth group and church. And those worlds never really crossed over. And, and I was living this two different life system, which is exhausting. I don't know if anyone listening can relate, but that is a absolutely tiring because you're constantly feeling guilty and you're constantly feeling like repressed. <laughs> like it is, it is not like a great <laughs> system. Um, and then suddenly the youth group was like, hey, we're going on this week camp like sleepaway camp mm. up in upstate new york like who wants to go and i was like eh. and then all the cute girls were like we're going and i was like okay <laughs> um that sounds like a plan let's do that <laughs> um a teenage boy yeah i mean priorities and so i remember going and i went along and there was you know there's a girl you fancy at camp that's how camps work there's always that moment that you're away as a teenager and you're like this is this is the most important thing to me why won't she say hi to me um (laughs) and camp always brings out the most emotional state of any teenager does um but i was there and this was a christian camp so every day there was chapel and i remember going along and there was this one session 
and it wasn't particularly like amazing it wasn't like the most like captivating talk like uh, some of the talks had like like fun things going on and like goofy illustrations or skits this was just some guy and he was really honest and he was like i just remember he was like if you consider yourself a christian right now but you only live for yourself then you might some have have some big questions to ask as a young person because believing that there's a jesus is different than believing he's your lord and he can only be your lord if you're living for him but if you're living for yourself you have some hard questions to ask and I suddenly sat, and there was just a moment the Holy Spirit just slammed me. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm only living in reference of myself. Mm. The girls I want to chase, the drugs I want to do, the things I want to see, the places I want to be. It's, all, it's not even for them. I'm not even living in a benefit for another human being. I'm a selfish, selfish person. That It's all for me. These, all these things are expendable in regards to my life if it's not bringing if it doesn't spark me joy uh as we might say now <laughs> but like it, but that's not how you should treat people yeah um and so i just remember being like a young man just reflecting on the fact that my world solely revolves around me like i don't care about anyone else but i keep claiming that I, i'm part of this organization this this group of people and suddenly i realized that their focus isn't themselves that that the church isn't a, a club, but it's actually this this single unit with a focus on living their life for the glory of someone else, mm-hmm. and that someone else being specifically the person of Jesus. And I was overwhelmed. Now, as a fifteen year old, like I, I I didn't like cry a whole lot. Like it wasn't like I was a weepy child. Um, <laughs> but I just nowadays. remember suddenly being on, like this this auditorium that had these wooden benches, and it was very rustic and very like. It's all wood and kind of like felt hand built. Um, <laughs> and I just remember everyone else left and I was just still sitting there just crying, going, what is my life? Like, what is this travesty that I've built for myself that I thought it was all that and I thought it was wonderful. Mm. And I just remember having the spirit go, this isn't all that is for you. Like this feels hollow because it is. But there's more. And I just remember, that was, that was for me the moment that I just, like, weeping, just gave my life to the Lord. And I was like, Jesus, I so desperately want to not just believe that you are a person, but actually believe that you are my Savior, my Lord, my King. Mm. And I want to live that way. And from that moment, I remember everything changed. Like just even the afternoon was different. My perspective, it felt, it felt like it was the, the heaviest decision I've ever made. Like I remember still like the slight cold sweats that are kind of involved in being like, this is a big deal. This isn't something to be taken lightly. This is a massive decision. And then f- having everything walk out from that, being like how I treat people, how I treat girls how i treat my friends can i go back to the same world where my friends are drinking and smoking pot like can i go back to that world Mm. how do i deal like suddenly i was confronted that i cannot fit in the same place i am too big now like my spirit my 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 body with my spirit will no longer fit in the places just my body went Mm. 
And I remember having that thought being like, I can't just slot back into my old life. It won't work. Yeah. And so it was interesting just watching from there, like the opportunities to kind of serve. And I mean, from that point, I, I literally got involved in like helping leading worship at youth and like some of my, my friends that were in youth group became like my best friends and my, like we we're standing together and we'd talk about faith things. And it wasn't like, don't get me wrong. It wasn't like the, the most spiritual thing in the world. Uh, like it, we were teenage boys still talking about faith, but it was, it was something, it was real. And just the knock on effect from then has been like these guys who, who were with me then are still my best friends. Like are still like some of the best people that I'll turn to and be like, Hey, I'm, I'm struggling with this or I want this. Well, we formed such a tight knit feeling in the spirit that actually we're still reliable to each other. Mm. And, really cool. and it wasn't like I never made mistakes after that, but it was very interesting that like from there, like I knew I wanted to be a pastor. I got involved with leading a Bible study at my school, which in America is a big deal. Um, and like, just, uh, I mean, I remember my first public speaking, uh, preaching event happens shortly after that. And I, I got to preach at an old person's home, Amazing. which is, is something, uh, very unique, <laughs> um, because you, you say it and, and they all can't hear you. And then they What's ask what, chappy? yeah. And then you go to repeat it and then they've actually forgot what you started with. And it was very, I have to say, as far as like discouraging moments, if there was ever a moment to go like, maybe I shouldn't do this, that would have <laughs> been that, it. it was that one. But uh, I clearly didn't get the memo. Um, but for me, just having that moment, that was a start of a moment, not a finishing of a moment. From that moment on, I've been continually walking out what it means to have my life redeemed, have my spirit mm. turned on and brought to life, and living my life for Jesus. It's been crazy. It's been amazing. It's brought me across the world. Hello. Um, and Welcome. so... So for me, that's, that's yeah. my story. That's, that's my account. And scripture talks a lot about um, like the, the accounts we give, knowing, knowing where we came from, knowing what we're doing, being able to, to testify, uh, as it were, about, about the act of the Spirit and, uh, through Jesus in our lives. Mm. And so that's, that's me. That's, that, that was my moment to kind of kickstart everything. Was the jumper cables were hooked up promptly to both arms and turned on at full blast <laughs> that's so cool so jaunty my turn yeah man sing us a little song not literally although if you can my lord um <laughs> right now thomas's turn to relax and enjoy let me tell your story see? Yeah, i love story time <laughs> so for me i don't know i I've always struggled telling my testimony. The reason being because I never had one of those moments where it was like, boom, you're a Christian. And like writings on the wall and fireworks go up. And Jumper like cables. Gabriel comes down and is like, hello, welcome. You know, like, I don't know, you sing show tunes maybe. I don't know. I never had it. <laughs> like Jesus showing up Stop saying you've never had a friend like me. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but um, so I never had that moment I, I grew up in a Christian household um, and uh, I was actually having a chat to someone about it this week that, that you know as as a son of a pastor uh, or a vicar in this son country son of a preacher man son of a preacher man my parents were brilliant in not putting the pressure on to have to conform and be the perfect Christian mm. which is great um, and so 
I don't really ever recall that moment where it was. I kind of went from their faith as a kid and kind of doing what what everyone else did to kind of taking on my faith. But what I do have and what I guess I'll share with you is more those those moments where it became deep. Yeah. Um, because, it, and I, I'm sure there's actually quite a lot of people out there that, that may have Christian parents yeah. and Christian families and have kind of did that transition without really realizing it. And it wasn't that big spectacular moment, but have now got questions. Yeah, because the, the seeds can get sown in when you're young. Exactly. And then, and then suddenly you're walking it out as you're growing. And the seeds and the seeds very much were sown in as, as a kid. And um, I think, um, yeah, there's, there's a few moments uh, where kind of where God became real. So um, one of the first uh, moments was um, as a <clears throat> as a as a young teenager. I'd say again, probably twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Um, it's a good season. It was because well, <laughs> I mean, I just <laughs> it was to good have moments. This, have these moments. And uh, yeah, so about twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Um, for me, I started to really experience. Um, kind of that was the kind of time where i started to really experience kind of the prophetic where i felt like god started to really yeah. speak and i got started to own it so it was a really exciting time for me because i came into it with the faith of going okay i know god is real i've i've always mm. known god is real um which is important to say now because it's one of the stories a little bit later kind of explains a little bit more in that so i've always known god is real and this was an incredibly exciting time because suddenly i was starting to see things I was starting to have dreams. I was starting to um, be able to walk in prophetic more. I'd be walking down the street and I would see something over someone or like felt, I felt like God would be like, this is what I see about them. And as wow. a teenager, I'd, you know, you're kind of a bit younger and you're like, yeah, I'm just going to share it with them and it, whatever. And so it was very cool kind of having those moments where I started to be able to really prophesy and, and um, experience God in a far greater way than I thought I was possible experience God in the way that you see people kind of experiencing him in the Bible where they're kind of seeing dreams and uh, and having words and having prophecies and um it was an absolutely wacky and fantastic kind of time where it was kind of the adventure begins kind of put it that way um so that kind of season of my life was very much I would put under the heading of the adventure begins for me and God nice um fast forward a bit and then um I started being able to lead worship and kind of having these these great times. But then I went over to um, South Africa and I worked out in Cape Town uh, in in one of the ghettos called um, uh, Manenberg, and that was a that was a hugely growing up period because um, I would say places like that and there's lots of places like that in the world, but uh, Manenberg is one of the one of if not the worst kind of ghetto township in cape town and um it's somewhere where you have to have god mm. like to ha if you if you have faith and if you, you in london you can fake it in london you can kind of you can you can you can find your ways through it with kind of and kind of and quite easily forget whereas when i was faced with a possibility of ultimately death or other kind of scenarios every day and every week i i realized that either i have god or i don't have god and actually to hold on to god and grab onto him was so necessary that i couldn't if i let go i, I was going to crumble hard wow. and so that 
for me that period um was a really interesting one i i remember very clearly um a moment where i saw two school-aged boys have a fight in manenberg and i was on my own and um it was a little bit of a distance away and just about the time that one of the boys started kicking the head in of the other i managed to grab someone who i knew who was a <laughs> at the time was dealing drugs and and shout you got to stop this and he did um which is always a funny moment <laughs> you're like i need the help of you um i remember having a chat to one of my colleagues and i said to him if i had gone out there and stopped that i could have very easily been killed like the reality is as, yeah. as a as a, as a as a white guy in in a, in a colored township which is not usual which is a very dangerous place to be and um that actually going out there stopping a fight could either get me stabbed could get you know yeah, you don't know what's go- going on the possibility is endless um and it really really is um i'm not just hyping that up and this guy said to me yeah you might have and I'm just being like... That's comforting. I'm just being like, oh, man. You're supposed to talk me down, man. <laughs> yeah, and I'm being like, yeah, well, I was kind of open for like, you'll be fine, man. And he was like, no, no. Yeah, you might have. And I just remember just in that moment just being like, man, I need God. And just through plenty of just... A middle-class kid from southwest London who hasn't really ever experienced death, really ex- haven't really experienced kind of the the harshness that life can bring. Suddenly being in a place like this made me go, man, I need God and broke me. Um, and so that kind of led me onto this trajectory where for uh, a year or so after that, I kind of then went and joined a church as an intern and a worship intern and kind of came out of it all very very hurt with god and this is where this is where then the stuff mm. from that came out um the stuff from cape town the stuff from from kind of that shift really 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 hurt and what i found happening um and this again might be encouragement to kind of people to keep going and pushing on is i knew god was real i've known it as a kid this is where it kind of ties in i knew god was always real um but for me at this point, I wasn't having those writing on the walls moment. Mm. I, I I had as a kid, but it wasn't now. And I felt like I was like, I want this. Lord, I need this from you. And he wasn't showing it to me. And so for me, I was going, if God is real and I'm literally screaming out and he's not writing on the wall right now, it clearly means he doesn't want to for me. And so that led me into a, a year and a half of really struggling with God because I knew he was real, but I wasn't. I felt like I wasn't worth what him him doing anything for me. Um, and for me, again, that was another moment of going, oh, you know, I think this is like my my walk with God has been kind of ups and downs, and it's been a real roller coaster. Um, but in this moment, and it was a really good moment to have. Um, I remember someone saying to me, "Is he not showing you anything, or is he not showing what you want to see?" And so I started to be able to explore and look and 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 it took me a while. It wasn't just again a really quick like, ah, oh, yeah, boom, I see him. Okay, great, we're all good again. It really took me a while to go, okay, actually I can see him moving here. And it's it yeah. may be in the small, but I know he's moving. And slowly but surely starting to build on those things and start to see things that I hadn't seen before. And then really explore 
God in a really organic way and and actually probably move away from a childlike a childish faith where mm. I kind of I, I kind of been taught it and never really explored properly for myself what I believe because it's kind of quite an easy flow into yeah. stuff and great for experiences and great to see things. But this was the moment where I kind of really grounded my faith and had to go, what do I believe and what, what am I and who am I? And then God's just been so faithful through that time and so faithful in um, speaking into my life and who I am and who I meant to be and, uh, and who he is to me and who he is to everyone else. And, and I think out of that has become, become a really organic and uh, really, I would say, a faith that's really my own. You know, I don't feel like I've just copied that and come copied it from someone else. That's where it really grounded it for myself. So that's kind of, that's my testimony. Um, and I that's brilliant, man. That's where, that's... And that's, it's one of the me. great truths, right? So between the two of us and, and, and things that I didn't share and things Jaunty didn't share, our faith starts somewhere. But it, it continues to, to roll. It continues to grow. It kind of like a snowball from the top of the mountain. You, you're hoping it's a big, big thing by the time we get to the end of this, this mountain. Um, because as we grow and we explore, we, we're defined in new ways by what we understand from Jesus. Absolutely. And so if you are, are listening and you're on the journey, I'm presuming you are. Um, Possibly. Then then enjoy as much as you can. Uh, it's There'll be good days. There'll be hard days. There'll be easy days and there'll be tough days. There'll be days that it makes perfect sense. And there'll be days where you throw your hands up in the air and you're like, God, what in the world is going on? Um, but wherever you are in that journey, if you've already said, yes, Jesus is real and he is my Lord, then, then there'll be new testimonies every yeah, season. Absolutely. You will get something new. You will always be in process. And I, it's almost sucky to hear, but every time you kind of go through one of those times and those dips it is an opportunity to really actually get to know God in a deeper way yeah. and a really organic and authentic way. But maybe, maybe you're listening and you're like me, you've grown up in church or you're even an adult and you're still in church and maybe you're not, you're not sure yet. You're, you've not had that moment where you're like, actually I am living for Jesus, not myself. Or, or maybe even you're just listening to us for the first time. Maybe we met you on Eelbrook weekend. Uh, maybe you're tuning in because a friend was like, hey, you'd, you'd benefit from this. Mm. But the Bible's pretty clear. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you'll be saved. Mm. That's what it takes. That Jesus was the Son of God, died on the cross for our sins, rose again, and through him we have our sins pardoned connection with our That's heavenly true. father again and our eternal life. That's the promise. And that eternal life doesn't start when you die. It starts right now. But if, if that's you and you've never had an opportunity, there's a really simple prayer. Billy, Billy Graham used this prayer and uh, it, it just kind of confronts like, Hey, I'm broken. I'm a sinner and, yeah. and I need forgiveness and I need you, Jesus. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray this right now. And whether you've, if you've grown up in a church and never had a chance to really go, this is my faith, whether you're an adult or, or a young person, or maybe again, for the first time, you've heard all of this and you're like, whoa, I want that. Why don't you join me in praying? Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm broken, that I'm a sinner, and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins 
and rose from the dead. I turn from my brokenness and my sin and invite you to come into my life. I want to trust you and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. And the promise is this. If you believe that with all your heart and confessed it with your mouth, then congratulations. Hallelujah. Your spiritual life starts Woo-hoo. today. The jumper cables are hooked up and the oh, spirit wow. will be flowing over you. It's a promise in scripture. If you prayed that prayer, by the way, you can reach out to us. We'd love yeah, to talk to you and give you some information, give you some guidance and maybe help you find a church. But uh, maybe you're already in a church. But I got to say that decision was the best decision I've ever made in my life. And it reshaped everything and put me on a course for eternity that was for glory. So I'm I'm excited. And if you prayed that, I'm excited for you. Hallelujah. I feel like we should like, you get a car and you get a car. (laughs) You get eternal life and you You get eternal (laughs) life and you get eternal life. Jesus, can I get some more? (laughs) Um, We are, because of Ilbrook weekend, we are going to be taking Mm -hmm. a break for a little bit, but we will be coming back. We will be coming back. So do tune in because we will be back. And um, if you are tuning in for the first time or you met us at Ilbrook Weekend or this is just your first time, you've randomly come across this, um, do listen to some of our back catalogue yeah. or watch some videos online. We ramble a lot. Yeah, and they're quite funny. Um, <laughs> this one's been quite a serious one, but generally we're, yeah. we're hilarious. I mean, I think we're a little, we're we're a little hilarious. Funny, we are hilarious. Yeah. Um, this is a big topic for us. This though. is a big topic. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or even checking us out on YouTube, go ahead and give us a a thumbs up, a like, a heart, a positive affirmation unit, whatever Yay. that looks like for what you're listening to. And make sure you subscribe on all, across all podcast platforms on YouTube. You can subscribe to make sure you don't miss any goodness. And this will also mean you won't miss when we come back from this little break. Yeah, and you can also follow us on Instagram. This summer, we are doing a push for Instagram. So Woo-hoo. we want to get 300 followers. And if we do that, we're going to have some very special content. Going I believe. Up, and it is going to be so. So do yeah. check us out. Um, spread it like butter. Tell all your Christian friends. Spread it like butter. And even, <laughs> and even your non-Christian friends, just get the information out. Because if we reach 500 followers, 300, mate. By like, I don't know what, September? September. Let's um, say September. Then what we'll do is we will do a, a special. We'll come back and we'll do one of those challenges, uh, like the New Year's one that was a lot of fun. Uh, and you will see us both enjoy and torment. But we want to do something fun and we think we can do it. And as well, we've got Twitter. We have the Twitter. So you can follow us at Holy Ramblings. It's at Holy Ramblings as well for Instagram. So just remember that, at, yeah, Holy, at Ramblings. Holy Ramblings. If you're listening and have not followed us please go ahead and just do it yeah that's really just, easy just do it just do even it even if you don't have instagram create do an instagram it. account just follow us follow make many and you'll get a great content um the more followers the more likely we're going to put on funny things yeah exactly exactly Jonty, would you pray for us i will jesus thank you so much um for for test me thank you father that we have got to meet you father and have our lives changed by uh, your spirit and Jesus, we bless you. We bless every single person listening, Father. We bless um, the weekend, Father, when we get to share your good news and and um, enjoy community and being part of the community. And we bless each other and we honor your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Guys, thanks for listening. Have a extraordinarily amazing, fantastic summer. Oh, that's, yes, do that. Yes, all of that. Yeah. That's not a request. That was a command. Hallelujah. See you guys later. Ciao, ciao.